Mike, turn your games down. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another TV episode of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Hubbard, and who are good soldiers that follow orders with me tonight? This is CT9907, Jody, Bakuil on Twitter. Howdy. This is Robert. Oh, I told myself <laughs> I wasn't going to do this. This is Robbie Sherman of the Conversations with Robbie Sherman. We've got new episodes coming out soon. We just put out one about a couple of weeks ago with No More Late Fees, a really excellent film podcast. Thank you so much for having me, everybody. And this is uh, Omega Stan Carusetta, Carrie Chandler. And welcome back, all of you. And we're all here to talk about a show that I had no interest in until Carrie convinced me to watch it. And I'm, now I really like it. <laughs> we're here to talk about Star Wars Bad Batch Season 2. That came out in January of 2023, this year. Just ended a couple months ago. Otherwise known as the closest thing we're ever going to get to a uh, Republic Commando series. Man, every time, because like in this in this season, you see a lot of, a, of the clone commandos. And every time I'm like, oh, man, like. I'm just waiting so for easy. one of them to join with Night Batch He's so easy. Just have de- throw Delta in there. Give me Delta. Yes. They had please. one of them last season. I think it was Scorch. Scorch, they oh, have, yeah. Oh, did they have Scorch on last season? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, just a random guy that was there, but yeah. They've all been generic commandos this season, I think. Yeah, yeah. they were, which is sad. But hey, at least they're in here. I mean, at least now yeah. they're, you know, I mean, because of the show, they're more canon. Yeah. I don't, the game's not canon. Or the books. <laughs> I wish the books were. Same. I, I do, too. So, like, this yeah. season is... I feel like this season really set itself in the first episode. It it kind of tells you like what they're going for because it's right in the in the first episode of season two where there's a comment about I think is that when they're doing that that mission if I'm correct oh, is the, the mission to go steal from Dooku yes okay yes. that's the first I mean, two episodes really yeah yeah but it said they say something in there that didn't click with me until my rewatched of it today where I rewatched almost the entire season <laughs> but. Where he makes a comment, or they make a comment where they're like, you know, if we get this, we get all this, you know, all this money, we can then settle. We can then, you know, have a peaceful life. We can get away. And, like, mm-hmm. I didn't realize how much that is really the, the tone of this season. It doesn't work yeah. out that way, but that's the tone. Yeah, and that's what's uh, the, uh, the Republic Commando novels, too. That's kind of how they, kind of, the direction they go in. Is that they're just trying to find a way to get out of the war and settle. So, makes sense. It, it does bring a little bit of internal conflict, too, because with... Um... Echo really not wanting to settle instead of one of going after the Empire. Yeah. You see that come out more and more, right? Mm-hmm. Which I appreciate. Yeah, and I didn't, yeah. I didn't really remember that when it came up. And then, like looking back, I'm like, oh yeah, no, he was like from the first episode, uh, kind of like talking about I want to fight, I don't want to settle down. I feel like Echo became his own person this season, and that was mm-hmm. really you know incredible to watch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because he yeah. was the more generic, like, trooper on the group, too. He wasn't even Batch 99 originally, right? Right. Yeah. He was just... No, uh, they just rescue him in the clone, the last season of Clone Wars. Yeah. And then he joins the team. No, I mean, he, I and I also, like, because, again, I know this part is for toys, but they all have new, like, their outfits are a little different this season. Like, all their mm-hmm. armors have a little bit more paint on it and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, yep, that's just for toys, you assholes. <laughs> I didn't even are notice there, that one. Are I there a lot of toys for this? I don't know, but I'm assuming that that's what they did it so they can make toys. Oh, man, if they didn't make toys for this, I'd just be like shooting the executive who decided that was a bad idea. Because uh, I, know I, don't know, made... I don't know what the, the ratings are like, but uh, I guess, you know, Disney Plus probably doesn't release that information. No, they, they don't. Oh, yeah, no. there are toys. There's yeah. a few, I think I'm looking right now, but some of them are called was my Black Editions. Like... So I'm wondering if yeah. that's from the first season. 
Because now uh, no, so the, some I found right now are definitely second season, but they're pre-order still. Yeah, because like that's I mean, Mandalorian's the same way. In each season, they change his armor just a little bit. So one, it stands out as a different season, and two, you can sell you can sell you can sell new Funko Pops to idiots like me. So you know. <laughs> And that's kind of how I took it with this, that that's what they're like, okay, we're going to make them a little different. So that way we can, you know, have a new figure or, you know, plus make it stand out and show, like, I feel like a decent amount of time has passed between season one and season two, like maybe a few months to a year. That's how it felt to me. Even Omega looks, especially the first episode, I know it's quite a difference with Omega. She looks more like she's a little older. Yeah, she does. And I like that. I like that. She's not as like I think she kind of annoyed me first season, but she did not annoy me at all this season. More like nice. trying to fit in with one of them. She's not just the the little kid that's in the group that's just following along. She was a bit more of her own, doing her own thing. Oh, yeah, they show you, right in the first episode, they show you that because she, you know, she's yeah. kicking ass, fighting those stupid crab things, and like she helps make a difference for them. Yeah, that's a a season highlight, you know, for an opener that really. <laughs> set a fun tone and was something I didn't expect. And I like that they kind of bring in little things like that to give us very different variables in the action. But it really makes you care about the Bad Batch in this. Like, I feel like season one, I didn't care about them as much. But this season, I really cared for them as characters. Like, I didn't I don't care. And I actually cared for Crosshair this season, which last season I thought, yeah, oh, shit, I liked them this season. He had quite the. Yeah, redemption he had a good arc throughout it. <laughs> he really did. Oh man! Which I, I remember at the end of our last uh, episode on this, I said, "Watch in season two, we're gonna finally we're gonna see him have a redemption arc." You did. And there we go. Yeah, yeah, you were right. And even like the first episode that he's back uh, when they're going after, he's with Commander Cody. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. He he though what first was still pretty much like he just executed the guy uh, or the girl, the, the woman, leader, yeah. the governor of that planet, no problem. But just because Cody said something afterwards and Cody ends up deserting. I think that's when he starts to be like, wait a minute. <laughs> I think it starts. It's really the outpost episode, which again, like you don't really see him a lot in this yeah. show. He's only in a couple episodes. And I think that was a good touch. Like the first season is very much of crosshair and the empire hunting, you know, the bad batch where this is like, Oh, they died. We think, and we don't care. We're busy doing our own thing. Like the empire is becoming more powerful. There's less clone troopers. Like you really get to see that in this season. And I, we, I don't think we ever really saw, we never seen that before. Like the empire really becoming the empire. No, they're always pretty much established everything else we've seen. They went yeah. from like nowhere to there. And I just, I love that. I love getting yeah. more time to really see like what was going on with the, with, you know, Palpatine and how he was manipulating things again. So, <laughs> oh, and Carrie, there is going to, there is a figure, the black label figure of the clone commando, just a figure, just the clone commando itself, not a special. Oh, one, cool. But. So yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> there are, there is one if you're interested ever. <laughs> yeah, I really want to was... point out the moments where uh, Cody <laughs> and Crosshair have these little communications between each other that have so much loaded significance in what they're saying. Like the <laughs> the first time he meets Cody and they, they have like a real terse dialogue about what happened to the bad batch, yada yada and and <laughs> like he calls them traitors, you know, good soldiers follow orders. And Cody gets this look on his face for a second, like, hmm. <laughs> he really has to be careful about what he says. He, you immediately yeah. see it in his face. It's great storytelling. Yeah. And I like that they did that with Cody, too, because Cody's one that was, at least in the movies from what we saw before, like it's Clone Wars, we got to see him so much. And then the movies, he just turned. 
right? Yep. Yeah. So it, to it, see he, him come back and realize, no, I shouldn't have. <laughs> yeah, he's in Revenge of the Sith. He picks up uh, Obi-Wan's lightsaber and hands it to him. And then Obi-Wan rides off and then he gets Order 66 and is like, blast him. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. And then, <laughs> but I mean, it's just, it's cool that they're doing that, that they're finding ways to bring in other characters, you know, who yeah. were a big thing in the Clone Wars and are minor characters in the movies. Like, I like that. I like the fact that you get to see Cody and he gets his moment where he does realize Maybe the Empire isn't so good. Yeah, we get we get a lot of uh, a lot of cameos this season. We do. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it didn't bother me. It didn't feel overpowering. Oh it no, didn't no, it felt feel... good. It was good. Yeah, I liked I, it a lot. Yeah. And actually, like Cody made that one point too, just in his. That I I really appreciated that he t- talked about. I think they might have made the point in Clone Wars at some point too, but how the reason they're better than droids is that they can make up their own minds, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this yeah, is the whole thing that, the Empire he tells don't that like about them. Yeah. yeah. That's also what makes them bad in this case is that they don't they can make up their mind and the Empire doesn't like that very much. No. Yeah. Instead, they want to brainwash kids into becoming stormtroopers. I yeah. do really like the fact that we that we saw how the stormtrooper bill comes into pass. Something simple, you know, something insignificant. In, in, I mean, when you think about you know a science fiction movie, but to me, like it was so yeah. cool to have that to have these moments that then tie together to the to the overall series. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you, at first, I didn't like the idea that they had gotten rid of the fact that all stormtroopers were clones, even though I know originally that wasn't the idea. But then George Lucas, when he was doing the prequels, he sort of set that up, that they were actually clones all along. But I like now the way they've built this and how it changed over. It makes so much more sense than them just keep pumping out clones. And that's the way it all works, right? Yeah, I think it's better this way, for sure. I do, too. And it also, I feel like this movie, or not this movie, this show is trying to fix a certain movie that Carrie's a big fan of Rise of Skywalker, where <laughs> they're planting the seeds don't, of don't oh, Palpatine has special that. plans of this cloning thing going on. Yeah, we 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 already wrote the movie and sent it out, you know, a few years ago, and people got really pissed. So now we gotta, you know, put some things in to show. Yeah, Palpatine had plans. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, don't that's that that's how I took it. Well, I think they're doing that that with both this and Mandalorian. Even yeah. <laughs> they keep pumping all that. To, I think it's all going to at some point come together in something they're making yeah, to finally explain so, yeah. it. If Palpatine shows up again somewhere else, I'm going to be pissed. I'm going to tell you that right now. They'll be like, J.J. Abrams fucked us on this. we got to write, write ourselves out of this corner he made, he, he made for us. Well, I, th- I think I said it on here before, but I like the idea of him coming back like they did in the novels, where he was coming back as a mm-hmm. force ghost and, and going into people. I think they were trying to play on that. So I like the idea. I think as long as they build up enough lore around it to actually explain what happened, I think it works fine. It's just right now there's still too much hanging out in the air. Oh, they're trying. Yeah. But I think they can fix it. I don't think it's too far gone yet. <laughs> I don't know. No, but I, I mean, kind of think they're better off pretending that movie didn't happen, honestly. But <laughs> I think they for, want to. I think they want to pretend. Really, I mean, really what I would prefer is just that they move on and do Star Wars like somewhere else with other people, other characters, and not we don't have to be with this Skywalker shit anymore. But Yeah. Well, I think the next ones are Ray now, aren't they? They are. kind of and I and what I'll say is I I do like Ray I like Daisy Ridley and I liked Ray as a character so I mean that's fine as, that's as well fine, as they move on they said they're I done just, with Skywalker so yeah just be done with that stuff like move on from yes. that stuff do your do your own stories I mean this kind of shows you can take you know new characters and kind of do your own thing I mean yeah. yes this is a pivotal time but none of these are like I mean my assumption after watching this season is that by the time we get to season three I my guess is that everybody besides Omega is going to be dead. Is it my guess? What? You think the Bad Bash are all going to die? Mm-hmm. I do. Hmm. I think they're going to kill them. By the end of season three, you mean? Yeah. I think by the end oh. of season three, I think they're all going to be killed and put away. Oh, I don't. 
So, I mean, I could I, be wrong. I, I just wanted to call it out here. We still got a year or two before we see it. So yeah. <laughs> we can see if I'm right or wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But I, I just my thought. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. I don't even think tech is dead. But we'll I see. don't either. Honestly, I'd be surprised if tech's actually gone. When we found out that the Cam- the Camino prime minister wasn't dead, when we were convinced he was. Yeah, when they made it clear that he was dead. Yeah, they you bring him back. They can bring back tech. I want to say one thing about my man Tech, okay? He shot down like 30, 40 stormtroopers with a broken leg. And I, yeah. You know, the man <laughs> is practically invincible. I, I love him to death, and I know he's not dead. It, it, if not in the show, then in my heart. Well, yeah, one of I, the things, I think he survived. I agree with you, Carrie, because like I was thinking he had died, but when I rewatched it today, when he throw, when in the this is the last episode, but we'll, it's fine, we'll jump it around. When he throws down the goggles, he makes a comment like, this is all, you know, this is all we could, this is all that was left. And that's my guess is that, you know, because if Star Wars wanted him dead, they would have just shown him in pieces. And even then he might not be dead, like a Darth Maul. So. Yeah, exactly. Man got split in half and came back. So. Which is sick. Tech, though, (laughs) uh, just to talk a little more about Tech, what do you think of the episode of, uh, what was it called, Faster? The one where he was racing? Yeah, that was I don't. I, I. It's one of the ones I would skip on a rewatch, probably. If I, it wasn't <laughs> necessary, but I liked tech in it. I think tech grew a bit as a person. There's a little character development for him. Yeah, yeah. I I, uh, I really enjoyed that episode, but it was such a the way it was structured. All I put in my notes was the pod racing episode. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Fair. Well, I was upset that it, it wasn't pod racing. That it was some it's, other kind of race. Yeah, it just had to, be something, it had to be different. I, yeah, I do. I even knew, like, I even knew it wasn't pod racing, but I was still like, yeah, it's pod racing. It's the same thing, pretty much. They're doing oh, pretty much the same thing. Uh, Carrie, I got a question for you. If you caught this, when they're showing the racers, did you notice that they had some Attack of the Clones references there? One of the racers was a battle droid body with a C-3PO head on it. Another racer oh, yes, was yes. a C-3PO body with a battle droid head on it. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Really? I, I think it's yeah, fun. I yeah. cracked up. I'm like, ah! that's I, point, I pointed that out to my son when we watched it. <laughs> yeah, so I watched I watched the first half of this season like a month ago, and then I watched the second half of the season today. So <laughs> the first half of that season, I'm a little oh, you're all good. Uh, I mean, that episode isn't. I mean, I get the main purpose of that episode with the race is one for character growth, and two to kind of show like that Sid isn't that trustworthy either. Yeah. Sid, I mean, yeah. Sid fucks herself over. They have to rescue her by racing, you know, with a gang, essentially against a gangster, which is, you know, very risky. And like, she doesn't deserve it. They should just like, okay, bye, Sid. See ya. You will yep. get killed now. They should have left her. Yeah. And, and, uh, Mile- and that, that guy, uh, Malegi tells them, they're like, you know, you can't trust Sid. Trust me. You're not going to be able to trust Sid. Yeah. Watch your backs or whatever. But, and I was thinking about that because, yeah, Sid's obviously, I, 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 I kind of foresaw that Sid was going to, turn on them in this season oh yeah that made me sad when it happens it did because i actually like sid the character uh i like yeah. what they were doing with her and i think if she in i think she has a decent heart underneath or at least they seem to make it that way so the fact that i was hoping in the end she would turn on side with them but, yeah i was hoping for that but that didn't happen i will say that episode has the only character in the season i hated <laughs> who'd you hate the original pilot of that droid the, the droid that was piloting the i don't even know what they are <laughs> speeder bikes or whatever yeah, that tech had to take over for. I honestly hated that guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. you you hated old Sonic the Hedgehog Ben Schwartz. <laughs> Is that who it was? I was trying I'm to figure sure, out who that yeah. voice actor was. Yeah, <laughs> I like Sonic the Hedgehog. I did not like that droid. Yeah, and all the droid was annoying, and then they killed the droid like multiple times in the episode. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, like yeah. he kept giving me the one. Just like let him die, be done. That was that was part of what saved the episode for me too. Was that they were so self aware about how like annoying True. he was as a droid, and they just kept killing him, and it made it funnier to me. Yeah, <laughs> it made this whole shit funnier to me. I don't know. He annoyed me too. But I just, I was just the fact that I got to see, you know, references to Attack of the Clones. It just made me smile so much for some reason. <laughs> Movie's not even that great. Like, I do like it better than I used to. Go listen to that episode. But, like, it was just something I did. I appreciate this little throwback that was, you know, that was just for people like me, you know, just Star Wars fans like us. Like, you know, yeah. they they throw this little tidbit in that the average person, like, if it's a kid watching this, I mean, they might catch it if they've seen other movies. But it's like, it's not something that everybody would have caught. And I, it just made me so happy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I, I wish I could feel back. that way about Attack of the Clones. Uh, well, the last time I turned it on, I got about 15 minutes in. was just like, turn it off. You watch the whole thing, and then whenever Padme and Anakin talk, you play singing in the rain. You mute the movie, and you're all good. <laughs> just don't read any dialogue they're saying. Just put in your own dialogue where he's you know, being a charming gentleman and not a, not a sickle, not a creep. And, hey, you know, it's a better movie. Yeah. I can't remember how explicit he gets in that. It must be really disgusting. It's it's not. It's just stupid. But yeah, it's, it's, it's just it's. A, it, I just think of it. He's like, yeah, he's still that little eight year old boy they found. That's <laughs> writing all this. Yeah. That's writing. He joined, work, a, he joined a cult of. He joined a cult of virgins. Yep. So, <laughs> Has no. Now he's got Natalie Portman wearing a backless dress in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> that's why the movie's worth watching, just for her. Okay. Why? Yeah. I'll give you that, actually. Oh, and I have a a question for you guys. We were talking about earlier the solitary clone episode. That's the one that has Cody in it, where Cody and Crosshair are on a mission. There's and there's and there's no one else. Like I thought that was interesting how they did an episode just about Crosshair, essentially. Yeah. And during this episode, so finally, like it's about a separatist planet. You don't see this woman's face as the governor of the separatist planet till the very end. I swear, when she takes off her mask, I thought it looked like Omega, and that's what I got. Like. Kinda, yeah, I I can say I I'll tell you when I I was waiting for it to her to take off the mask and be somebody we knew from before. Same, and yeah. it just didn't. I mean, she, she did mention somebody. She is from Clone Wars. She mentioned that she was the one to work with Padme to crap to try to have an alliance between the Separatists and the Republic, and Palpatine shot it down. And that I vaguely remember that. From... I thought she just said that she worked with the one who did that. Oh, I thought she said she was the one. Maybe I'm misremembering. Like I I watched this like two months ago. I, I watched this a couple. That was yeah. Like she was week. she was in uh, she was in Clone Wars, but no, okay. she the the one that worked with Padme was another one it was Mina Bonteri. This oh, is so, okay. Tony Tony Ames. Yeah, she, she mentioned her, I think. Yeah, I'm over here okay. on the the Wikipedia. Yeah, <laughs> but that was a really good episode too. Like, I I really enjoyed the third episode a lot. Yeah, I, mean, I, I enjoyed... thought this was a good one. Yeah, and you got to see Crosshair be an, an excellent sniper. You got to see, you know, like, more and more about how things go with the clones, and more and more clones are, tur- like, you know, turning against the Empire. Like, I think that was like, such a great theme of this whole season, is really to show that the clones are not really working with the Empire that well anymore. No, and and you also had the character of the governor, who is just as much of an ass as every single governor in Star Wars. Yeah. I, yeah, I was watching this. Like, I watched the end of Mandalorian season one today, too. And, like, Moff Gideon just killing his own men. And then this guy, like, yes, you made an agreement to save my life. Okay, now kill her. Like, they're all <laughs> such just asses. Um, I, and she didn't need to die. No. And no? That's part, that's part of what makes it so gut-wrenching, too. Is that she just doesn't need to die. And then, like, Crosshair takes her life without any 
remorse. Like he just immediately says, you know, the good soldiers follow orders. And it, yeah. it was a real highlight of the season for me. Yeah, it really showed where he is still at that point. He's still just doing anything to try and fit in. He called hard and he's trying to fit in with the empire, make himself invaluable when really they don't give a crap about him at all. Yeah. That's a big part of his arc is him kind of realizing that. He gets to beat out of him pretty hard later on. Yeah, it does. He has to be, (laughs) that is true. He has to be tortured. And even then we don't know that he's really completely gotten there. No, we won't find out until season three. I'm assuming. Yeah. Actually, that's the one thing I can, it's jumping a little bit to the closer to the end. But the fact that the clone commandos all seem to keep working for the Empire gotta make me wonder if Buddy, the scientist, has figured out some way to like reinitiate their programming or something. Because they're why are it seems like now we haven't seen many commandos, but all of them still work for the Empire as far as we've seen. And they all mostly work for that one guy. Yeah, because they're all oh, in that yeah. base. They, and so he's obviously that's, yeah, that's that's something I noticed throughout the by the end of the season. You only see stormtroopers, except for when you see clone troopers, they're working for Hemlock, the scientist yeah. who's like yeah. a clone scientist. So I think, yeah, I was just thinking that he sees the value in the clones in a way that the regular Imperials don't. But yeah, he may have figured out a way to reprogram them. And he may reprogram uh, Crosshair. He may have already done it, as far as we know. Yeah, and it's just, uh, it's all a ploy. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that... He's going to try to do to Omega. <laughs> I, yeah, see, I think he wants Omega's DNA because I think that she's got like the purest uh, version of it because yeah. she hasn't been given the aging. Something uh, that you can build more clones or something off of. Right. I think she's like the pure, the pure sample of the of the clone DNA. Same. Like even when they capture her near the end, when he's talking to Nala Say, and he's like, you know, Palpatine has a use, and she's like, what Palpatine wants is impossible, and that's yeah. And he's to like, me, I felt that was again a reference to Dark Empire, essentially. Or, you know, yeah. sequel movies that he's yeah. actually trying to clone himself already. Like, he's already trying to plan for his death eventually. Yeah, see, I thought of Dark Empire. I didn't even think of the Rise of Skywalker. Cause, I think like, you're trying I to hate that movie so much. <laughs> the Dark Dark Empire would be a good a good way to go with it. Been yeah, well, I, I, well, think I mean, they, they brought I back stuff it. from that. So, you know, they we, we, got, thr- we got Thrawn oh, in yeah, the yeah. cartoons. So I think, you know, we could see some uh, some Heir to the Empire stuff happen. Well, I think so, it's coming. I think oh, Air to the yeah. Empire is definitely coming through the Mandalorian Ahsoka stuff. We're going to get it there. Which yeah, is so awesome. I think so that's too. my favorite novel I've ever read for Star Wars. The Dark Empire is the one that takes place, I think it's before Air to the Empire. Or I can't remember what takes or takes place immediately after. But Dark Empire is where he fights Palpatine when yep. he comes back to life as a clone. Yeah. 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 So, but I, I just like that, that the show did so much with cloning and really kind of talks about, like, I mean, you just have such good episode you you know and you get like there's one you only see palpatine once in this whole season and it's perfect like you and again it's palpatine being palpatine playing off you know something that i don't think that was his plan but since things didn't work out he's like okay i'll throw this guy under the bus and yeah behead him and get what i want my son was really happy about that because he hated rampart he's like every time (laughs) rampart he's like i hate that guy he's really upset about rampart it's you know it's not often a TV show surprises me, but the fact they killed him off so quickly, I thought yeah. that he was going to be a bigger villain. They kind of set him up like he's going to be the villain for the season, and then yeah, no, they just. But what ha- halfway through? Just nope. It's in it's in the clone conspiracy episode, I think. Yeah. No, well, that's episode. It's, it's uh, mid- truth and consequence. Yeah. yeah, it's it's the like seventh episode. Yeah. Or eighth so episode. Uh, yeah, it's the episode eight, the truth and consequences. That's yeah. like, right the show is. 
the season is broken up in half, and that's the end of the, everything with Admiral Rampart and everything leading up to it. Because again, he was the one that destroyed Camino in, in season one, and then he's trying to blame it on a storm, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> oh yeah, storm ruined these cities. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The fact that that's planet's in constant storm every time we see it. Now the city's destroyed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I don't know. I I I did like that, and I I feel like like. You know, the whole idea they're going for is they're showing you, like, because this is so long before the Rebel Alliance is anything. I mean, this is so long before, you know, we see an Andor, the Rebel Alliance coming, and we see that they're already having issues. That the Empire is, you know, fighting clones and fighting other people who are just like, you know, fuck you. We're not going to just, you know, do what you want. I like that. I I also want to give the... the the Commander Cody episode bonus points for having tolerable droids. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I think the droid humor is just a little bad, <laughs> and that yeah. all felt pitch perfect. Yeah, they didn't. Well, they weren't over the top with it. No, and you. Only, I think like really the only episode with battle droids. You don't get them in this in this yeah. season at all, which yeah. just makes no. sense because you know. They're, yeah, it's a blessing. They're done now. Yeah, it's a blessing. I, I I I'm I'm done with the battle droids being just silly slapstick humor. Wow! I I love that they had assassin droids in that episode, though, and they almost kill Crosshair and Cody. Yeah, yeah, because the assassin droids were like the uh huh the most awesome of those droids. It was just just cool to see, like just having this little bit of showing, like what's going on with the Separatists. They're like, just leave us alone. Like we got our own, you know, planet. We're not part of your empire. Just leave us be. And I'm like, no, we're not. (laughs) We're gonna take. We're gonna you know enslave all of you. Which is so in touch with what empires do. They want yeah. to expand. I really, I really liked. There was something in that episode where, um, what's her name says, like, you know, Dooku was wrong about a lot of things, but he was right about the Republic, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, that it would, that it would eventually devolve into an empire. Well, that yeah. he knew because he was, you know, <laughs> friends with the guy that was doing oh, it. So. Well, I don't know that I, I don't know that Dooku was in on the plan, though. I don't yeah. think he was in on the plan, but he knew he knew who Sidious was. Yeah, I always think though he thought. Well, I guess that. he did. I know he knew who Sidious was, but I always got the impression he thought Sidious was going to undo it from the other side so that they could, the separatist coalition or whatever, could at least have their freedom. And yeah, then, I think, I think and then Sidious was take control of what was left, right? Yeah, that was the impression I got. Same. I think, yeah, he, again, Palpatine plays everybody. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's just such a manipulator, and, and all the extra material that we have gotten besides the film really shows that. Yeah, I wish we saw more of it in the film. <laughs> Same. Yeah. I mean, I wish it was more than just, I could save Padme's life. I know the power of the dark side. All right, I'll kill everyone I love for you. And so, the yeah. children. <laughs> the younglings. Except for the one. He left one yeah. youngling. We know that now. Hey, there's a couple that survive. There's, yeah, there's, there's several. Well, oh, but it kind of, I want to talk about the, the first two episodes a little bit more. Like the stuff with yep. like where they go and try to raid that chest and how everything goes to shit when they're trying to get Dooku's. It's during the second part when they run into someone from that Dooku's planet that's like, Dooku raided everybody. He raided our planet too, guys. Like, he's, you know, he's you yeah. know, no good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really like that old man. He's a good presence Rup. for this shit. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, the fact that he would talk about Dooku like that, because... You always get the impression before, like, Dooku is like the hero of his people, but he wasn't. No. <laughs> he just set himself up to be, <laughs> to look like yeah. him. <laughs> and it was just, it was just cool. Like, I mean, the way they do it and, like, you see them, you know, and, and like, I mean, really the, the main part of the first two episodes is the fact that at the end of it, one of the clones is like, yeah, this was Bad Batch. Like, this is Clone Force 99. And the Admiral's like, you're going to rewrite that paper. He's like, no, I'm not. So he just shoots him and just throws him off a cliff. It's like, well, yeah. you're not around to file a report. You're dead. 
Yeah, I think that was where my son started like really hating uh, Rampart. Yeah, like was when, he, uh, when he killed Wilco. Well, shooting Kamino is one thing. Like at least they were enemies. This is like supposed to be your own troop. The yeah. Empire just does that so often. But the clones don't matter. I mean, they're trying to it get really rid care. of the clones. Well, it's like it's like uh, Hemlock says they're imperial property. Yeah, it's very I, very fascist. I got so much Nazi vibes from that from some of those oh, yeah. comments they make. Hemlock is very so like right, like yeah, he's very like you know Doctor Mangala kind of yeah. thing going on. Like there's a scene later on when he's at the summit and he's like, I, or no, before the summit, he's like, I have a plan. It'll be taken care of. And all I could think of again, I. I I like my history of World War II history. I just thought of like stuff from like Heinrich, Heinrich Hiller, Himmler with the Nazis. Like it, it just reminded me of that. Was like, yeah, we have a plan. Like, yeah, your plan is you know execution. But that's what it made me think of. And experimentation on POWs. Like that was so much done by the Nazis. They, but now these aren't even prisoners of war. They're their own people, but they're deserters, and they would do that. Right? Like they, just, you deserted. Now we can do whatever we want to you. And Plus, for the slightest offenses, they're then sending them into this place to be experimented on. Right? I think they're just sending them anyway. Like they're just trying to get rid of them and. I just I love how much the show makes you care for the clones a lot more than you ever did before. Mm-hmm. Like, and it makes you think about like you know what do they do after the war ends? Like, what did they do after episode three before we get to episode four? Like, what happened to them? And this show is like the first time we're seeing that, and I really like that. Yeah. Well, we we did actually get a little bit of a a, a preview in uh, the Obi Wan TV series. <laughs> the, yeah, with the and, beggar. Uh, yeah, that yeah, when yeah. we had the the one uh, that was there begging. And he looked elderly, and it makes sense because they have advanced aging. Yeah. So. Yeah, you yeah, got Obi-Wan's, what, 10 years after Revenge of the Sith? Yeah. Yeah, so they can't go that far because, like, you see you see Rex in Rebels, for sure, and he's and he's aged a lot by that and that's only That's only, like, uh, what? Well, that's, that's, that's around the same time as Obi-Wan. Around right? the same that's time like, as Obi-Wan, isn't it? Yeah, because Rebels leads yeah. right into, or very close to when New Hope happens. Oh, okay. I think oh, really? it's, like, it's been close. a while. Well, say because Rogue One, because uh, A New Hope is sixteen years after after Revenge of the Sith. So I thought it was twenty. Is it? Is Luke supposed to be twenty years old? I thought so. I thought he was only supposed to be like sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, I don't know. Let's see what Google says. I can't remember. <laughs> of course, that could have been changed. <laughs> nineteen yeah. years old. Nineteen. Oh, guess nineteen years. Nineteen. Really? Wow. I always figured he was supposed to be. It's a very 16, whiny nineteen. Maybe, eight, okay. maybe eighteen. He won his power converter from Tashi Station. No wonder he's so whiny. He's still he's being stuck at home at nineteen. <laughs> thought he was supposed to. Thought he was supposed to be like sixteen, and then it makes a little more sense why he's so. Oh, yeah. Nineteen Rebels is pretty. I think Rebels might be a might end a year before, or maybe I can't. It's been a little while. I mean, again, Rebels puts away almost all its characters essentially. Well, we so. know Rebels is Rebels is at least like ten years after Bad Batch. Yeah, if not more than that, because we have Child Hera and Bad Batch season one, and then she's the pilot in season yeah, in, yeah. Uh, Rebels, and she's going to be in the Ahsoka series. So I guess I'm I've so got to watch Re- I've got to watch Rebels before Ahsoka. Didn't now. some of their characters pop up? I haven't seen the latest season of Mandalorian. Yes, but I heard some popped up in there. A bunch of them. Yeah, they're they're getting ready. They're setting that up for what's coming. Yeah, I got. Yeah, I okay with that. Rebels before August. <laughs> you need to watch Rebels anyway. Yeah, I, I I need to watch Rebels too. It it turned me off the the Playmobil like art style really threw me off at first. But Bad Batch is the same in that. I you know that. who the villain is in Rebels season three and four? Is Thrawn? Yes, I, I heard that. And Thrawn. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, that was the because in the Timothy Zahn novels, was it? Yes. So just yeah. I mean that's all. I mean just the fact that you knowing that like go into Rebels like you'll. 
get through that first season, get through the dumb villains, and then you'll yeah, you'll be you'll be fine. Isn't Maul in there too? Yes. Yeah. Maul's conclusion is in is in Rebels also. I'd like to see the conclusion because I did get I I gotta admit that was one of the better sections of Clone Wars for me. It surprised me. Uh, I didn't so, think yeah. I was going to like it, and I did. <laughs> no, it's it's really good. That fight scene between him and Ahsoka is like uh, I watched a breakdown of how they did that. It was really cool. They had Ray Park and um, a uh, I can't remember her name, but a female stunt woman, a female stunt woman, a stunt woman, um, actually in motion capture doing that fight, and then they oh wow yeah, that's and cool. then they animated on top of the motion capture. Oh, and that's pretty so cool. It's, it's, yeah, Corridor Crew on YouTube did oh, a Rota scooped it. Yeah. Hey, when you're ready to watch Rebels, just let me know. Well, I'll rewatch it with you, Carrie. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna start it probably tomorrow. Like after now that because my son and I have been watching Bad Batch together, so I'll just be like, let's watch let's watch Rebels. So and then Clone Wars because I only kind of halfway watched Clone Wars. So and for one of the episodes that I didn't care for as much uh, that I watched, I think I watched it yesterday. Maybe it was today. Uh, Entombed. Uh, that's the one where they find. Okay, no, never mind. I I, I want to take yeah, it. Well, when they found yeah, the no, giant, I did not like entombed at all. Was that the one where they went artifact finding and yeah, where they essentially where they went artifact? The yeah, I think Indiana Jones is the Indiana yeah. Jones episode. I just I could do without the filler episodes. We don't need the filler episodes. No, but I guess they want it to be longer. I mean, all I could think of when they get to the end of that and they climb up that or they activate that mech that it looked like the tall necks from her um, Horizon. Yes, her, that's what I told yes, myself. I was like, look, it's like from Horizon. Yeah. It's the Tomics. That's exactly exactly that's, what it was. That's all I saw. Yeah, it was, it was just, very much I think they were just. I don't, I don't get why they're trying to make that pirate such a big character. Because they had her in the first episode, then she came back for Entombed. We're talking about and then, Yeah. Yeah. And then she was so, in Pablo. I have issues with her. Gold, her. Who? You go, Carrie. Well, what, uh, I was going to say, it's uh, Wanda Sykes, and her voice is just not meant for Star Wars. I like <laughs> Wanda Sykes like as a person. Like in real life, I think she's like a good person and I like her stand up and I like some of her acting as well. But she is always very, very much Wanda Sykes. And so it's like Wanda Sykes is in Star Wars. It's more jarring than uh, Space Boston in The Mandalorian. I want to like Space Boston. In the <laughs> I want to counter that. I actually really like Wanda Sykes in this. And I, uh, I think it's some of the best acting I've ever seen out of her because her tone is so committed, like to being serious and like they they never like crank up her personality in the way some of her more intense comedy can be and i think she fits in really well that's just me i no, okay okay i mean i think she's doing a good job of acting i just can't not hear wanda sykes yeah i I can't not picture her instead of picturing the character they're showing me (laughs) yeah she does do it no i I agree she's doing a very good job it's just I, i guess can't it takes me out of it yeah, and I, I think that's just because she's so well known and yeah. I've known her. I don't know who else. she is. Wanda you don't know who Wanda's. <laughs> not offhand, not without Googling. She's, no, she's like a really, really famous comedian and actress. Millions sitcom she's been yeah. in. Yeah, she's, she's always been in a bunch the, of movies. Except yeah. for when she had her own sitcom, she's always just the the friend, the the sassy friend. Oh yeah, yeah. She uh, she has nailed the sassy friend role down for the past 20, 30 years or so. Wait, which honestly is still the same basic character she's playing here, just in a Star Wars twist. She's still the sassy friend that always got a little quip to say. Yeah, that's. I mean, I felt so too. I mean, I did. But I did like her. I liked her a little bit more in Pablo, but she does like add a little bit to the story in ways that I wasn't expecting. I wasn't expecting this big, <laughs> you know, de- uh, island 
that they go to and then they end up wanting to like actually lead a life on. And that was interesting to see, even though I do feel like that comes borderline to filler almost. Yeah, it does. It's, it's, it's to set up the idea that they, they have a, that there is actually a place they could settle down. Yeah. That's Maybe. how I took it. Like, cause again, that, they, that, and that's fine. You know, it's them trying to figure out what they're going to do now that they're not at war anymore. Yeah. You know, and, I felt like the whole reason of having her in those couple episodes was the lead up for the fact that like Pabu and that's why it didn't bother me either. Cause it had a purpose to why we had this character. Yeah. yeah I, I, yeah. I get that. Yeah. yeah. I can see it. Cause I, I really like the fact that they're that trying can... to like, they're like, okay, we need to settle down. We need to go give Omega, you know, a better life than what we're doing. And you know, I, I, I think that was like really good to see because like the bad batch doesn't really want to go, you know, fight the empire that much. Like they kind of want to like, they're, they're doing it, but they're at the same point, like yeah, we could just settle. Like we could just leave it alone where echo and Rex are like, we got to go, we're going to fuck up the, we're going to, you know, save our, save our brothers. Yeah. So. Probably, you know what? I think you just said why though? Cause they never really felt like brothers with the rest of them. The bad yeah. guys were their own little. No. And, and they're not group. like, right. you right. see it with crosshair in the episode he's in where he goes to sit down for lunch and they won't sit with him. Yeah. He's yeah. not one of them. And I love Crosshair always having his black uniform on throughout this season. It like yeah. perfectly illustrates what an outsider he is. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like that. Definitely. Same. So I like how it's also a little different too from last season. Sell those new yeah, toys. He's got his he's got his new thing. I was wondering, I was like, did he did he go because did he go and like he got a helmet? He's like, all right, I'm gonna take some I'm gonna requisition some spray paint or spray this. <laughs> Take this thing to a paint booth. Yeah, you know, he got out of the closet. You know, the, the closet where they put those things in. But you figure he got to the base and they're like, "Here's your, here's your clone trooper armor." And he's like, "Yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta fix this." <laughs> Takes it to a paint booth and paints it back. No, but it was just. I also noticed, like, I feel like this was intentional that each time he sits down to eat, the admiral would call him. Like, the admiral had to be yeah. aware this is feeding time. <laughs> Yeah. Like he had to be aware. Okay, they're eating meals. Like I'm gonna go, like because he just. I, I feel like it was there to show the disrespect he had for him because he makes a comment. He's like, "You were out there for, for how many rotations? Thirty four. He's like, "Oh, why'd you come back? And like, why don't you just stay? You know, leave us. We don't want you anymore." Yeah. Well, I mean, plus he's a liability because he knows what happened. But I mean, he's yeah. still very much you know into the empire. He's, so yeah, I think he's just into following orders. That's yeah. like his whole thing. Is he wants to be. He wants to have a place, and the empire gives him a place for now. I also uh, think it's, I like how dark it gets with him later on. Like some of the stuff they end up doing to him is so intense and we don't really see it full on. You know, it's not like a, like a Cronenberg shot or anything (laughs) with a lot of blood, but it's still like really hammers home how mature the tone is for this season. I respect it. And now I finally know what happened to Leia in that cell when the little probe droid goes in there. (laughs) Yeah. After all yeah. these years, I've been curious. I'm like, I oh, wonder. And I'm like, oh, now I know what that thing does. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Brains. Uh, one episode that we, we haven't talked about yet that I have to mention is uh, episode six, Tribe. Yeah. We're good. We get our first Genji. Wookiee Genji. guy. Genji. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, I forgot cute. about this episode until you mentioned it. It's <laughs> not. It's yeah. forgettable. It's extremely forgettable. But I do like, I like a Wookiee Jedi. I do too, and I, I like the fact that you see dro- other droids that had started their own little like syndicate that were dealing with you know trading slavery and just doing you know smuggling, doing whatever they needed to. It's just a bunch I, of droids. I, yeah, but I did. Uh, I pointed out to my son in this watch. He's got a lightsaber. He will never once use it against a person, and he doesn't. 
<laughs> not once. Not once, because this is for tiny babies. So he does not ever swing that lightsaber at a person. That he was smart. He never would have pulled out that damn lightsaber. That caused him so much trouble. Yeah. Well, he he was already captured when he pulled it out. Well, yeah, but I mean, like later when they're on the when they're on Kashyyyk and they and they fight the tanks, it's like he uses the lightsaber and they go, "Oh, hey, look, there's lightsaber, you know, damage." Yeah, it must be a Jedi. It's like just don't you can't use your lightsaber. Genji's the same one from the Clone Wars, right? The one from that one episode where they had the younglings going getting their hyper crystal. I completely forgot what you were question. talking about till just as you said it, you you got the cogs running. I'm like, huh, I don't know, but you, I forgot about that episode. You might be right. You probably are um, right. Yeah, I'm wondering. I guess so. Yeah, he is. I just looked on Wikipedia. I don't believe yeah. Wikipedia. Awesome. I only listen to the drug report, good sir. <laughs> I only okay, listen to the droid report. Forgot about that, but again, that's cool. More cameos from a show, and yeah. we'll probably never see that Wookiee again in our life, and that's fine. I don't need to see Gungi again. Yeah, we don't need to see him no. again. No, we don't. <laughs> you didn't need to see him this time, honestly. <laughs> if anybody from Disney is listening, I don't need to see him again. I know you're probably not, but if you are, I don't need to see him again. No, it was cool to see, I gotta say, but don't go overboard with the Jedi. And that was the only <laughs> Jedi back. we had the entire season, which was great. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. I've been getting so worn down with Jedi crap. Like, Star Wars Visions is very cool, but it's the same Jedi story back to back to back almost. It's so frustrating on that. Oh, second level. season's the same way again? I, I haven't even seen any of the second season. Don't no, worry me either. Me. That's what I've heard right. first. It's, I haven't it's, watched it. Visions is the anime one? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah the first season yeah. of the anime. I liked and it. The, I, I liked some the, of it. <laughs> the second one, they let everybody else in. I, I like the one that was basically kind of like Berserk meets like Sam, Samurai Shampoo. Sure. That, episode. Yeah. that was a good one. I need to watch the rest of it. The, the rest of it was, of fun. was kind of uh, I'm going to get to it later this year for recording reasons. So <laughs> it's my plan. We'll see. Because I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in a Star Wars mood. Okay. I, I definitely want to watch Visions. But it was, I mean, I'm happy that we didn't get a lot of Jedi. I'm happy that we just get this one little thing. And again, the, the purpose of the episode felt more to show, you know, Omega growing because Omega's like, you know, we can't let this happen. And and then, the, you know, they at first weren't going to get involved. Like, like, okay, like, you know, we should, we, you know, we don't really want to let slavery happen. So, you know, yeah. it's, it's cool to see. Yeah. yeah. What are we, the Jedi? <laughs> <laughs> and then we, we kind of touched on it, but I want to go back to it. Episode seven and eight, the clone conspiracy and truth and consequences. I feel like this was such a cool two part where like, you know, I get you, we get away from a couple filler and we get into like what we want to see again. Yeah. And I really like all this stuff. Like, I love everything with the fact that, like, you have the senator who wants to have, you know, clones have a pension. Like, you know, what are we going to do with them now that they're, you know, they're we're we're phasing them out of the military? Because it says, says, yes, because they can't cope with the accelerated aging. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes sense. Like, you need to have a plan. And and the Empire is like, yeah, just fuck them. Like, who cares? Just throw them away. Like, you know, they they serve their job. We're done. Yeah. Just let them be on the street. What did you think was going to happen? You know? (laughs) It's like Palpatine didn't care. Yeah, they were a tool and that that tool is no longer useful. So, yeah, but you see that the Senate still has power in it. Like it isn't like where we get to like a new hope where the Empire has been around for 19 years and the Senate doesn't really. Doesn't he just dissolve the Senate? He dissolves the Senate in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. that's just because they had the Death Star. So then he could. He had another way to keep control. Yeah. Now, now, if the planet steps out of line, he can blow up a planet. And so now they'll they'll follow him. 
I think these two episodes are really impressive because they do what a lot of Star Wars does badly, which is what make politics riveting. <laughs> like a lot of other Star Wars <laughs> media, especially prequel stuff, you know. Just I don't Lucas get can't write. Yeah. The yeah, prequels do a bad job of it, like this and like uh, yeah. andor andor the stuff with Mon Mothma. Yeah, I mean, this show, it's as long as you just take politics. George Lucas and put him away somewhere where he can't be involved in writing oh, politics, yeah. it turns out okay in Star Wars. Politics yeah. and love stories. That man can write AT-AT scenes all he likes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep him away from stuff like that. But no, it's just so good, and you get to see that senator, I forgot her name, uh, Senator Chuchi, uh, which is from Chuchi. Clone Wars. And I love the fact that she's like, I'm trying to speak for the clones. And Adol Ramper's like, yeah, sure, we'll do exactly what you want. And Rampart is being manipulated by the blue guy who works as Palpatine. I love that, too, that this guy, you know, Palpatine is still involved with everything, even though he's st- trying to stay hidden. Yeah. They even make a comment. They're like, where's Palpatine? They're like, he's busy. Yeah. <laughs> Shows up right at the last second. Yeah. Because he's he's making use of a, of a, you know, of a situation. Like, I mean, I think his plan was to have... Rampart do that, but when Rampart failed, you know, or or it's also p- possible, kind of what they think is they the clones think that he he set them up to do that, so that way he, they Rampart would fail and he could take over and use that to you know pass the bill. Yeah, I'm not sure if he did that or if he's just ready for each contingency. He's hoping it'll go one way, but it, either way, he's set because that's what I think he did with the Clone Wars. So oh, that is what he did with the Clone Wars. Yeah, so he but he's just perfect, like at not just manipulating people, but. He plans for everything. And it was cool. You got to see Rex. You got to see them, you know, infiltrate mm-hmm. a ship on Coruscant. You get to see them on Coruscant. I mean, I thought all mm-hmm. that was good. You see a clone assassin, essentially, that, you know, had his brain wiped. And then you get to see them twice. You see it in the show where they bite down on the on the electric thing and kill themselves. Yeah, which is dark. I was like, this show's like, it's like the Gunji episode. This show's for babies. And then this episode, <laughs> he's killing himself, like, yep. clearly on camera, killing himself. Yeah, I can't even imagine what that would feel like. It's electrocuting yourself, basically. Yeah, I love the smell of Star Wars characters killing themselves in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but it's just—it's not something we see. I don't think we ever seen that in Star Wars. Otherwise, like, have we ever seen like Imperials have kill themselves? Yeah, like (laughs) have like a death fight thing. Definitely not. Okay, no, pretty sure this is the first time. Yeah, Yeah. it's cool. I mean, Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it yeah, really I mean, it's, it's the sci-fi that version of the, like, <laughs> people can of kill the cyanide tablet. Yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's the, the cyanide, the, the fake tube, you know, the cyanide capsule in it, you know, that we've seen in, like, Bond movies and stuff. Was that a real thing in World War II? Oh, yeah. They used yeah, to give them to um, intelligence agents. I know that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know I've, World I've War II, that, but during yeah. the Cold War. During the Cold War, yeah. Okay. That's that's at least in, in media that's the case. I mean. Yeah. I mean. I, I like it in the, I like the science fiction version of it a lot. I like the yeah. fact that they bite down and let you get it like, like instantly just dead. Yeah, like I, mean, I, know Sol, I mean, I know Solid Snake. I would say than actual cyanide tablets because I hear that's actually quite painful. Mm-hmm. Like cyanide's not a nice way to die. <laughs> yeah, but depending on what where yeah. you are when you're captured, whatever's going to happen to you ain't going to be nice. That's so. true, too. But that's, so yeah, that I, might be I, the I better this might be the better alternative in this case. See, this brings up what we were talking. I didn't really ca- I didn't get this the first time watching because I didn't see the episodes close enough together. But, you know, we were talking about the hemlock. We think maybe he's figured out a way to program the clones. This, you know, assassin that does this is a clone. And Rex is like, no, he's not. He's not a clone. Or is he yeah. when they take that? He said he's a clone, but he's not like all his. He couldn't identify him. Everything was was wiped. 
Yeah, he said, Chuchi asks why a clone trooper would do such a thing. Rex replies, he's not a clone trooper. And then they take him back, and the guy, he's like, you know, just, you know, tell us what we want to know, and we'll let you go. And he's like, no, you won't. I'm a, I'm a true believer. Yeah. So. It was cool. I think that, I think that yeah. Hemlock maybe is making new clones. Yeah, okay. making these guys. That, yeah. That might be exactly what is going on. I never caught that together. I didn't think about that either. I mean, that would make sense. Yeah, then, I think that's Hemlock is going on. Definitely up to cloning. Like you, you can tell that. Like they give you enough breadcrumbs for that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. We see people in vat in in vats in the final episode. So yeah. And that sort of joins the two halves of the season together a little more. At least what's going on overarching. Yeah. And Lock's got his own little venture brothers compound. Yeah, he does. <laughs> well, we saw that. And, and, in, oh, sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, no. You go. Uh, we saw it sort of like in that. Um, what do they call it? Council at the end, the summit. Yeah. Because yes. it's all the big leaders, right? Of that. We have Grand Moff Tarkin as the head of it, but then him, we have critic, doctor, critic, critic, yeah. critic, the guy that built the Death Stars there to talk about Operation Stardust. I and, uh, love he, that when that happened. He, yeah. Yep. He's played by John Lovitz, isn't he? Who? I don't know. Critic? I am. Yeah, yeah, it's a joke that I oh. don't worry about. <laughs> okay. The joke flew right over everyone's head. His name sounds like the critic when you say the critic. That's oh, the, okay. the John Lovett show. Yeah, no, okay. <laughs> but no, it, it was cool. Like it made I smiled when I saw when the, when you know he mentions Project Stardust. I'm like, yes, you know, here's a Rogue One reference. Like here's you know more showing what's coming. Oh, I mean, yeah, we have Saw Gerrera in this season also. That was where, cool. Where was yeah. he? I'm trying to remember now because I know he's I in he's, he's in the. The, the very last, next last, the summit, that, the next that, last episode. Okay, the same, so the same one that has Krennic in it. Yeah, because he was trying to kill them, wasn't he? Blow it up. Yeah, yeah. he was going to blow up. Yeah, that's right. Okay, that really made me think of World War II. Also, like some of the stuff they do with the Nazis, like it made me think of that, like Operation Valkyrie. Valkyrie. That's what it made me think of for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, sure. Honestly, like we think of how bad the Nazis are, and honestly, yes, they were. They were horrible people. But some of the things done on the other side were just as bad too. Not the, stuff, yeah. the Holocaust stuff, but then again, they had the concentration camps in on this side too. Even here in Canada, yeah. we had I'm the a, Japanese I'm not too hard camps. on people. <laughs> you know, humanity is all around fuck. Yeah, <laughs> so are. But like, just this show does such a good job of showing you more how how bad the Empire is too. It does in a different way. Oh yeah, and it shows like, and I love the fact that I don't yeah getting the beginning of the Empire, like getting more seasons of this and. Like the summit was so cool, like showing them, you know, in this in this base up on top of some mountain where you can only get there by cable car, and then they just run into Saw Gerrera that's just there too, and they're like, you know, yeah, that was cool. To be there also, yeah. I you know, like I like that they had him there. He's like, oh, hey guys, I, I see you joined. <laughs> so, so I'm currently playing through Jedi Fallen Order, and how many times are we just going to run into Saw Gerrera? Because that happens in there too. Yeah, yep. he's a, he's in it a good deal. I'm he's a, uh, I'm in Jedi Survivor and now and, and he they talk about and the, you're on a mission for Sagarera at the beginning of that game okay too, so. So, yeah so Sagarera, he, he's, he's all over up it. a lot yeah but it makes sense it makes sense that he's in different things because he's one of like you know he's someone that's fighting the empire and yeah, i don't he's think le- he's leading like many. the main other faction fighting yeah. the empire besides so they're the, the biggest Dutch. rebel group up until rogue one right when it changes over to leia's group basically yeah becoming the bigger one yeah, and that that was uh, he's in Andor also. Yeah, I didn't know that. I haven't watched Andor yet, but I did know that. You should listen to our podcast. Uh, Andor, oh, yeah. good stuff. <laughs> I yeah. like seeing. I like the fact. I mean, I don't have a problem with Sauger popping up. Oh yeah, like, no, I, I like it. Okay. Oh no, I, I think it's I good. like it though. I I still I like it a lot, but I can't imagine the amount of years and trauma 
that could turn this cartoon character into um, Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> just, he just does not look like you see, even watch a Rebels. very young Forrest Whitaker. Watch Rebels. No, I mean, I know, but still, he just does not look even remotely like a young Forrest Whitaker. No, but not, Rebels, it was, it was not he good starts art. to change a lot. Yeah, you know, people that go through some things. They, well, yeah. I mean, they're at war. I mean, he's at war with them right from the beginning, as you see in the first episode, your early bad. Yeah, I mean, we know, we know he's going to lose his, he's going to lose his feet. He's going to, he's going to get <laughs> his breathing Holy. problem. We know he's slowly becoming Darth Vader. Yeah. Number two. I think that's exactly what they're going for in Rogue One. This he was supposed like. to be more horrid in Rogue One, but then I think uh, Disney got involved and changed it. Totally uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he was going to be more robotic. Like even in the trailer, he looks well, worse. He, than... he definitely had a bigger role. You can see that in Rogue One because it's you can see where they chopped and script, chopped up the 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 footage and stuff. Because his his he obviously was going to have a much bigger role in that movie in the original. That explains why. Okay, I always found Rogue One had a little. Was jumpy. I never knew. Oh that yeah, no. It that. was being it was being written by it was being written in, it was uh, written by uh, the guys that did uh, Lego Movie. Oh. Oh no no no. That's Solo. That's Solo. Okay. But, okay. Yeah, oh. No no. Okay. But Rogue One also. Rogue One was being done by someone else, and they fired the director in the middle of the filming and just like redid it with uh, Ron Howard as the director. No, that's is that oh. Solo also. That's Solo. That's Solo. Yeah, that's but Solo. they did that. They did it to Rogue One too, just not with Ron Howard. <laughs> Point is, it's all chopped and screwed. Okay. Oh, okay. I didn't like. I like. Yeah, they like, they, they have like the mind sucking animal that does the stuff to the pilot, and then it's just like, oh, that just didn't happen. Basically, Rogue One is my favorite of the Disney live action Star Wars movies. Oh, for sure, hundred percent, hundred percent. It's it's yeah, my definitely. it's my four favorite Star Wars movie. Yeah, hands down. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, it's it I does. definitely like. Yeah, it's it's right after the original trilogy for me. Uh, my but it's got for me. It's farther back for me because it's unhappy ending. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like unhappy endings either. I don't but know. I do. It is but on the second time. Princess Leia smiling at the end of it. <laughs> but uh, the, the summit, I think, is just a really good episode to kind of like show yeah. you like the whole idea. They're trying to track this doctor down, and the only way to because again, they're trying to figure out what's going on with the clones, and you get a little bit of it here and there. Like in one episode of Metamorphosis, episode eleven, you kind of see it where you have Rex and Echo who then go, like, are trying to rescue clones that are being transported in some, you know, some ship. And, you know, it leads to kind of, you know, I think the same episode, right? Is that Metamorphosis, you have that where it starts off with that, or is that a different episode that I Meta- combined? Metamorphosis is um, where they're, yeah, they're checking out what's going on in this ship. And this is the one with Scorch in it, by the way. Okay. Scorch so this really Scorch reminded yeah, me I'm, I'm looking at, uh, we'll keep, yeah. Republic Commando. Because, like, in Republic Commando, the second of the main missions, from what I remember, is you're on some ship. I mean, it was droids. Yeah, that's that the second. The yeah, the second main mission, basically. Yeah, because yeah. if I remember right, the first one is Genosis, then it's a ship, and then it's Kashyyyk. Kashyyyk, yeah. I'm it's on the a... ship right now in my current playthrough. Okay, and that's what it made oh, me nice. think of, like, because you, you know, you, but then you end up having a Zillow Beast, which again is a is a throwback to Clone Wars. But there's a two part episode yeah. in season two with a Zillow Beast. I right. did not expect that to be a Zillow beast when we first saw it. <laughs> yeah, no, because they're they're cloning it. They're trying yeah. to make their own versions of <laughs> something to make it first. Damn. Yeah. But that was really cool. I, when that it became a really Beast, cool. I was like so happy. Same. I didn't realize it was from Clone Wars until he makes a comment and I went and looked it up today. Yeah, same. Same. I didn't That's one of my favorite episode. Clone Wars episodes. So I remember that one. <laughs> That's a good one. It's, it, it's like Godzilla meets Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. It's just cool how they, they do that. And, and I, I just also love the fact when you have that part, whatever episode it is, when Rex and Echo go and, you know, raid the, you know, raid the ship. Like, I really like that. 
I thought that was really good when they're trying to rescue the clones. And that's when you see the guy that, you know, shocks himself, the commander. Just some really good episodes. The two that I wasn't a fan of that I want to talk about quick is uh, the crossing and retrieval. That's the one where they go to the mine. The last time they work for Sid, essentially. See, I, I, I like the crossing retrieval. Not so much. Yeah, it gets a we little... got the, 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 the kids, the Goonies. <laughs> yes. Okay. I didn't like them very much. Yeah. I but hated wasn't that. there like creatures and in... that's not the one that had the creatures in the mines that came out. Was it the flying things? Was that that's... I think that's season one. Okay, I'm mixing in that. Yeah, that's season one. one. Yeah, season yeah, one was fine. I was thinking yeah. this was better than it is because I was conflating those episodes. Yeah, okay. Because this one, it's they go to the mine, they're getting the 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 whatever the volatile liquid, and then their ship gets stolen, and then they're trying and then they're trying to get find you know find safety somewhere. And then it's the second episode when they're with a kid and they go get their ship back because he steals the ship. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and so much other kids. Yeah. Well, see, what I liked about this episode was. The the whole thing with uh, Tech and uh, Omega and Tech not understand like Omega being upset that Tech doesn't seem to care that Echo's gone and Tech's like well you know Echo wasn't always part of our group anyway so yeah and like again it's changed you know a lot of things are happening in her life and these are the these are the few things that were you know cemented and all of a sudden now they're changing too yeah and especially and, and, as a kid you don't handle like family is a very big thing and family breaking up which is basically what it feels like to yeah. her. She's losing a parent figure. Yeah, I mean, he he didn't die. He just, but he, he just left. And but she he's gone. Know Even the, especially, you know, kids don't always understand why. Like he's leaving for to do something better, but she don't get that. She just knows he's gone. Yeah, and yeah. he's and also that he wants to, you know, make a change. And the Bad Batch doesn't really want to get involved with stopping the Empire at all. And they're just not that interested at it at first. They're really just trying to settle down. And I think that's something she would be jumped at. She would be interested in because you could see every chance she gets to try and help people. She wants to more than any of the rest of them, even because they're concerned about, especially hunters concerned about her record does whatever. And tech is just like, well, we were about ourselves. Yeah. yeah. That's a good way to put it. I don't know. Just like everything with Mako, like this whole guy that runs a mine, he's a fat guy and you're like, Oh, we got no food and no money. And you just see him picking out behind the doors. Like that. Uh, that felt really Dixonian to me to the point where I was like laughing about it almost. Like every time you'd see him like just pigging out and he just sloshing food everywhere. The first time I didn't get it, and then the second time I was like, oh, okay, this is like great expectations or something. <laughs> He's just really hungry. Wasn't there a uh, uh, Dickens novel with a guy named Finnegan that ran a bunch of children pickpockets or something yeah like i think that's uh, yeah. david copperfield i think that's what that, that one's called it's yeah so that's exactly time. what I, this made me think of the entire time <laughs> that's fair and it's just so stupid the guy's like can i have some water please and he's like yeah sure and he just drinks a whole bunch drinks of it, it i'll wait for him to spit it out on the ground before he hands it to the kid i was like yep. just, stupid. just yeah. Dixonian children having a hard life things are yeah. unfair <laughs> it's a hard knock life for us. We get no food at all. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I, I like this episode better than any version of Annie I've ever seen in my entire goddamn life, let me tell you. Uh, well, that's because it had droids, it had a guy get dropped in a lava. Annie doesn't have people dropping a lava, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. I would uh, I would love to see Annie could be improved that way. Yeah. Lava. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was happy that he got what he that he did get dropped in lava. I thought that was a good ending. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was just a I don't know. It's just, just everything with that I just didn't like. I mean, I know part of it was a show that Sid kind of betrayed them. 
essentially. Yeah. She just, I mean, she doesn't betray them so much that she just is like, well, I can't help. Sorry. I'll, yep. I'll, I'll come in a few days, but we don't have enough rations. All right. Bye. <laughs> she said like, um, what, like 30 days or something or 14 days or something? She like, had enough she time, says, but she, she just days, didn't, because they were expendable to her. Yeah. She's yeah. like, oh, well, there they go. Oh, well. And yeah, I, I like that. I also liked uh, that Gunky got to have a little bit of a role in this one. Yeah, because he's a track. He's Holly Tracker. I thought that, yeah. that was cool. I've yeah. always, I've always been a, fr- a fan of Gonk droids, and I like Gonky especially. My son's a big fan of Gonky. <laughs> yeah, Gonks don't get enough screen time, honestly. Yeah, and now we know that they are called battery droids, or they're power droids. That's yes, Gonk is just a nickname. Yes. Yeah, we were going to spin, but now we know the actual name. They're power droid. They were going to spin him off into a. Uh... To a movie, but Diddley decide against it. I think they were going to call it Gawkies Can't Jump. Boo. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> it was cool he got his moment, though. That the droid, yeah. you know, served a purpose. I forgot about that droid because I, I just never I, paid I, I love, like, uh, in the, we're talking about in season one, you see Wrecker just is, like, uh, bench pressing him in the back. Yep. Periodically. Yeah. He's, like, just, <laughs> like, just idly, ex- like, piece of exercise equipment. Yeah. If, uh, <laughs> in... Lego Star Wars, one of the early ones I used to play with my nephew. I always used to play the gonk droid, and all you could do is jump around, couldn't attack anybody. Well, well you couldn't, you couldn't even, you could barely jump, right? It was just like a little yeah. tiny like, half hop. Yeah. yeah if you could get, yeah. a, there was a super gonk that could, like, had a super jump. It was unlockable. Oh, okay. And I used yeah. to do that and just follow him around. Yeah. My, my son and I used to play the Lego Star Wars. Good stuff. Yeah. They're good. They're, they're actually a lot of fun. I really like them too. Yeah. They are fun. I need to play Skywalker Saga someday. Someday. <laughs> I, I like them better before they have voice acting, though. But they have voice acting now. Yeah, they do. Yeah, and the newer ones. The newer ones do. The last, starting, starting with like Lord of the Rings, I think. I don't remember Lord of the Rings. Maybe not Lord of the first Lord of the Rings doesn't have it because that one no, I have. I think it's with the Hobbit, maybe. The but, Hobbit. Yeah, the, the new ones have voice acting. Oh, that kind of takes a little bit. I haven't played since uh, Lego Lord of the Rings, the last one I ever played. And I haven't played the Skywalker Saga. Maybe that's the new one. Uh, maybe it doesn't. I, that got really good reviews. So. Yeah, it did. It looks really cool, and I know there's also Bad Bat, a character pack for the Skywalker Saga too. Really? Oh, cool. Yeah, cool. <laughs> you can you can play as yeah. them too. It's DLC. Yeah. Oh, one of the episodes that we haven't talked about yet that I want to bring up is Episode Twelve, The Outpost. One that was that, my favorite episode of the season. I didn't cool. like it at first, but when I re because I completely forgot. Like when I was watching this show, I finished it the first time. When Crosshair is in prison, I'm like, what? Why is he in prison? Like, what did he do? I completely forgot this episode for some reason. Fucking yeah. fragged an officer is what he did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I find it funny, too, because that officer ends up being the death of the clone, who actually is technically that officer's commanding officer. He was outranked by him. Yeah, he comes. He's like, he's like, it's commander, lieutenant. I love it. <laughs> But then, yeah, because, but he's a clone, so he don't matter. Yeah. When you kill the actual officer, oh, now you're in prison. But it starts off really well, too. Like, it, it's like you have him when he meets Crosser, and he's like, you're out of uniform, because the guy didn't have his helmet on. Like, this little thing, you so can see how much of a the, yeah. piece of shit this guy is. We, I mean, oh, every yeah. minute of this episode is filled. Like, the very first thing that happens, Crosser's kind of, like, hanging out, and a group of clone troopers walk by without their, you know, like, armor and stuff, and they're like, but we don't want to retire. And and the person's like, eh, take it up with Imperial, blah, blah, blah. Like, you're being retired. You know, just deal with it. And it's like, so we're getting to see what's happening to the clones also. They're, like, being put into forced retirement. And, the and fact then, yeah, that- I like that the, the guy is, like, the, the lieutenant guy is like, uh, 
oh, more clones. And he's like, he's like, got a, he's like, problem, sir. And he's like, I just don't like used equipment. That's such a shitty comment, you know. <laughs> I just don't like used equipment. Ooh. And yeah, and then they get there is and, the unused equipment that's better than what they have. Right. I love and and they get uh, when they get to the to the place and um the the one thing that's like really silly about this episode. I don't know if y'all noticed it. Is anyone figure out what I'm going to say is incredibly silly about this episode, specifically about Commander Mayday. He's wearing like like uh like rags like wrapped around his armor, you know, like to stay warm <laughs> on the outside of the armor. It's just it's just really it's like it's clearly what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be like, oh, we're in like yep. a snowy area, so we're gonna put some like some like rags around him like you'd wrap around yourself to stay warm, but it's all around his armor. <laughs> I didn't I was catch like, that. is he not wearing armor? No. It, but nope, it is. He just has like furs or something like wrapped around his armor. You know, I did catch that, but it never occurred to me that that wouldn't work until you're saying it now. <laughs> Same. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's supposed to show, I guess, also, too, how much they won't give them new equipment. And also, is yeah. the rotation one day, or is it longer? Oh, well, that's what my son was asking, because he says it's been 36 rotations since they they got, uh, they're supposed to, since the supply ship was supposed to come uh, arrive. And, and I said, well, uh, it's a day on that planet, I assume, unless it's a galactic standard day as set by, like, the day on Coruscant or something. But yeah, I think it's just supposed to be a day whenever they say it in the show. I don't think the show really thinks about it very hard. Okay, I was just curious because yeah. to me it was kind of like you know it was kind of cool to see how the empire is really neglecting them. Like their equipment that they have didn't matter enough. Well, the the craziest thing is that the the crates that they're supposed to be protecting that they you know have to go retrieve are just filled with stormtrooper armor. Yep, yep, brand new I, I, equipment that they could have used. Yeah. I was just confused, like, why is there just random stormtrooper equipment just on this sh- on this planet? But I guess that that's relevant to what. But yeah, that's what I, was I guess it's yeah. I took it supposed to be like this was just like a supply depot where they're just storing it here. Yeah, that's, okay. that's, I think that's what they said it was. Yeah. OK, yes. I guess I just wasn't. Made Maybe it's halfway between wherever they're building it and wherever they're training the stormtroopers or something. But it's yeah, they, it's just, they just refer to it as a depot. Yeah. Why would they need one? I don't know. No, whatever. We need one for the plot. The, the reason they need, yeah, they need one for the plot. They need one because on Earth we have depots. We have supply depots on Earth. Yeah. So they would have, but it doesn't actually make sense to have these like supply depots on planets when you have hyperdrives. But yeah, it's yeah. Fun. the supply depot you think would be on the planet where you built the armor. Yeah. Rather right. than ship it, you build it, ship it to another planet, store it, and then ship, ship it, it to this somewhere like, else. Snowy, again. S- well, I guess the idea also planet. is that they were kind of like keeping it hidden at the time because the Stormtrooper initiative hadn't all happened yet. Oh, yeah, maybe. Oh, you know, that's that's how I was taking it, because paperwork hadn't been signed. You also have the the fact that, you know, that they that they're that they haven't told the clones, like, yeah, we're getting rid of all of you. Like they're keeping it kind of hush hush at first. And they're just building this armor. And this is definitely a remote planet. So, yeah, that would make sense. But man, when Mayday, like because everything leading up to this with Crosshair is like, yeah, when they find the dead guys like yeah, dead weight, we don't need them. And like. Where Mayday makes a comment like, well, I hope I don't let me not die in your watch. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you'll leave me. And like they bond as it progresses, especially when they get the, the canister and they find the fact that there's armor in these boxes that they couldn't wear and they could have used new armor. Yeah. Like it was just I also, it's touching. It is. I like the attention to detail, like when um, Crosshair steps on the mine and the way like Mayday, like he sits there and like has little like tent stakes that he like hammers in onto it to hold down the mine, you know, the pressure plate and all that. Something like little things. I thought that was really neat. Yeah. Oh, I didn't catch that. I was wondering what he was doing. Yeah, yeah he's it's, like, it's something they use in real 
line to help people. And he's okay. right too. Like even if you do it correctly, sometimes they still go off. So he was not wrong to like go and hide around a corner. I really got a kick yeah. out of that. He's like, you don't trust your own work. He's like, I'm just being safe. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and he had no reason to care about Crosshair because Crosshair is coming off as an asshole. It isn't until the moment when they realize how much the Empire doesn't care about them that you know Crosshair then drags them all the way back from wherever they are. And the lieutenant's like, fuck him. He's like, he's dead. Just let him die and you get back to work. Why are you? Why you're useful? He said. Yeah, the whole scene of Crosshair dragging him back was so harrowing. Uh-huh. And I, I think it really is a testament to how much better the show has gotten <laughs> since Clone Wars at telling these types of dramatic stories. Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. Because, again, when they when they started Clone Wars, they didn't know what they were doing. They were just making a fun kids show. It isn't until later on when they start putting more death into it. And, more and, and with that, I think that's where, like you said, you can feel for Crosshair now. And this is definitely... Like when he does that, he's a changed person from that point on. Now, whether there's something else going on now that he's been experimented on and everything, but he definitely seems like enough like a changed person that you actually care about this guy now. Right. You want to see him yeah. join Especially back after the badge. He, he shoots that lieutenant in the back. Oh, yeah, exactly. That was great. Oh, no, he calls his name first. Yeah. Yep. He yeah. calls him, get some turnout. Just he, as he yeah, so you shoot him face to face. Yeah. And I, I love it because it doesn't, he keeps like looking up and seeing the vultures circling them. And that's like oh, a so it's cool. like thing throughout the episode. He keeps seeing the vultures circling. And, and when he sees them at the beginning of the episode, the vultures are circling really far away. And at the end there, the vultures circling real tight right above him. And it's just like, he's, he realizes he's like, Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm meaningless to these people. I'm just dead weight. Yeah. yeah. It's really, it's a really good episode. It's very good for developing his character arc. It has me really hopeful to see what's going to happen in season three with Crosshair. Because I hated him in season one like you're supposed to. In this season, like, okay, like he's here. But, like, this made me, like, okay, now I'm 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 excited to see where this goes. And, and also the yeah. show has been announced and we get one more season and it's done. Yeah. 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 Which, which I'm glad I think for. that's, that's, be- I that's for the to, best. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, three seasons is enough of this. Like, Yeah, this kind of show, if they kept extending it, extending it, it's just going to lose any meaning <laughs> yeah you'd have nowhere to go <laughs> yeah which too many shows do that <laughs> that's kind of the problem with it and that's kind of the thing if an intercule which makes it so so good is like you can only go so far yeah why don't we move on to the final two episodes of the series since, since well, we talked uh, about the second to last one summit we haven't we yeah. haven't talked about plan 99 yet yeah well we also no. skipped tipping point which is part uh, of the, you're right tipping point yeah. is basically the sequel to the episode we just watched it break it. We get to see what's going on with Crosshair again. Oh yeah, you're right. We did skip this one. This is okay. So this is the one that Echo one and them the are attacking that ship. That I couldn't remember which one it was. Oh yes, yes. Okay. This well, is the they, one with the torture droid too, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, where you finally get to see what they do. Where what they, they, they do? They, yeah. they come with a little syringe and just like you know plug them in the neck and just start doing whatever the hell is doing to them. But it's. I it's, wonder if Hemlock is the one. They're giving him ketamine. That's what they're doing. <laughs> It's a cool thing. It's not a bad thing. It's a cool thing. <laughs> I like what party drug. <laughs> I like the fact of what he does that, you know, Crosshair, when he gets out and he, you know, he calls them and tells them like, hey, you know, this plan, you know, that they're coming for you. And I, I think that was on. I think that was part of the doctor's plan was to do that. So that way they would go at, you know, they'd be alert of him or realize what he's, you know, or I think it was all part of the plan. That's how I took it. It actually surprised me that he would, because even at that point, I still didn't think he'd go and warn them. Yeah, I think it's just kind of like they're trying to show his growth. Yeah, yeah. Well, the I Empire's actually, screwing him over too now. It is exactly. 
I mean, he did what they wanted. He followed orders. He killed who they told him to kill. Like, and it all means nothing. You know, no matter what, you are being replaced long before, while you're still, even while you can still fight. Like, you are still a great fighter and you're just being replaced just because you're no longer worthy to them. When I first saw it, I did think that he was just going to straight up kill his way out of there. (laughs) Yeah, I did too. Yeah, I could see that. In the first season, he did say, like, how he thought if he kept doing what was right, that he'd have this place in the empire. And it's this point. He's just like, yeah, that was not happening. Yeah. <laughs> There's no place in the empire for any of them. Nope. And never will be because the empire doesn't want them to have a place, you know, and that's, I think, I think it's really cool. That you get to see that happen so much that you see the empire, you know, showing his true colors. But no, I thought tipping point was another, like um, the, the one we just talked about the, the last, that out remote outpost or whatever it's called. And then outpost, tipping point, yeah. tipping point, And then, of course, the last two episodes. I think those like four episodes make a really good, like almost a movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Tipping point. We get Echo back in this one. You know, that's that's a lot of fun. And then we get to see like uh, Crosshair being tortured, and then but he manages to break out. I also noticed one thing. You know, the the clo- the, the Bad Batch. They only used uh, stun against civilians and clone troopers, but they shoot stormtroopers with regular blasters. Yep. They just kill stormtroopers, no problem. <laughs> and it's not just it's not just um, it's everybody. It's Echo. It's Commander Cody. They they shoot stormtroopers with regular blasters. I just... which, which I find f- funny that you you won't shoot clones. I get for them because it's clones, but it's funny that yeah. they'll sh- they won't show on show you shooting clones, but they'll show shooting stormtroopers. No problem. <laughs> yeah, but but it makes sense. It makes sense. The Bad Batch they see they understand that the clones are just slaves. Yeah. They're slave soldiers, but the the stormtroopers they joined. They they volunteered. Yeah, they're there by choice. I yeah, they're, they, they're there they by choice. Willingly they, volunteered. Yeah, I forget what they they they're, they're justified for wearing the badge they wore. They chose in life. So yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, crazy, season it's one of Bad Batch. There's a part where they're sitting in when they're first recruit. The stormtroopers are first recruited, and they're like, "Hey, I'm hey, I give three meals a day. I'm taking care of. Like this is way better than what it was before." Yeah. I get a hard yeah. cot to lay. So three I mean, meals in a cot. <laughs> so yeah, three stuff like that. Isn't that what they used to call that old program on USA where they showed bad movies, three meals and a cup? <laughs> I don't know. I, I it's I thought it was a, I remember there being like dinner and a movie being one of those things. One of those things. Oh, TBS. Okay, my bad. My bad. I remember that. So I do not remember. Might have been a thing in Canada. Maybe not. I don't remember. Oh, you're up in Canada. He's on an island. Yeah, too. yeah I'm wow. in Newfoundland. Yeah, isolated up there. I find it funny how I found two different people on this podcast and both from Newfoundland. Yep, it's not a big island either. I looked it up. No, we're not. <laughs> Half a million people. Uh, all right, and then like you know, it's just a good tipping point is good. You're right though. Summit that's really good. Plan ninety nine is also a really good episode. I had a hard time once I started watching Tipping Point. I just watched them. I couldn't yeah. turn it off. Yeah, I mean that's I, I started yeah. with the 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 um the uh, metamorphosis and just watch it as a straight six episodes. But, uh, but the last four, especially and yeah, play 99 is great. And it set up the next season so much. I just, yeah, cause this is like the episode starts off with them all, you know, them all dying to, or not dying, but tech dying, them escaping the place and then having essentially them come after. Yeah. Omega kills several people, by the way. Also, it was beautiful. <laughs> Omega, um, in the sum, uh, in, in Pabu, actually, in the beginning of that one, she kills like three people in the bar, but she she kills yeah. several clone troopers um, in Plan 99. 
with her incredibly impractical weapon. Yep. I like that bow and arrow a lot. No, it looks cool, but it's stupid. It's so (laughs) stupid. The fact that she can shoot so quickly. Yeah. (laughs) She can almost keep up with blaster rifles with a bow and arrow. It's it's a blaster rifle that depends on your upper body strength, and they give it to the child. Yep. (laughs) Honestly, they should give it a record. He could probably shoot the thing with one finger. I know. That's uh, right. Exactly. It's been a few months, okay? She can shoot the bow just fine now. Oh, you know, I'm fine with her being good. It's it's good. Well, I'm fine with it's good. It's it just is impractical if you actually look at the logistics of actually using a bow in this kind of situation. But <laughs> it's Star Wars. It is, and it does look awesome. I'll admit that. Agreed yeah. on that. Agreed. It does. It looks cool. It's that. It's like that bow that uh, Jennifer Garner has in uh, Blade Trinity. Man, yes. that bow is so damn cool. <laughs> That movie's cool. Okay. The, I don't care what anybody the, says. That movie's cool. Goes to my it's as hot as the sun. <laughs> <laughs> I also didn't realize this, boy. that they dropped episode 15 and 16, the summit and plan 99 the same day. Yeah, they did. that's cool. Yep. Yeah. That's the really, yeah, I mean, the way that one, this episode is a one hour episode. Yeah. Having, yeah, that would have worked like that. Having tech fall, like you, again, I agree with you. What we brought up earlier, that I think tech is probably going to show up again. And then you have Sid betray them to the empire when they go back. You know, to kind of, you know, to get treated yeah. for their wounds and Inevitable. recuperate from what happened. And she's like, oh, yeah, you guys brought too much heat. So I, I'm sorry. I called the Empire on you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah brought too much heat. But you still get given a, what, a full briefcase full of credits? Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't think it was the property. I think if the, uh, the bounty got big enough and she decided, well, I can make more money just to sell them. They're not working for me anymore anyway. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Since, since, I mean, I, I never realized this until today when I was just reading. Since the Trandoshian. Yeah, yeah, I didn't realize that either until reading about it. Yeah, yeah I she, does, a, she does not Trandoshan. look like one at all. No, there's a Trandoshan and Clone Wars that looks like her. They're the only two that look like that. Hmm. Are they yeah. the only two female Trandoshans we've ever seen? The other one's a guy. The one in Clone oh. Wars is a guy. Oh. And he has that similar look. It's weird because no other Trandoshans look like it. <laughs> Imagine being a Trandoshan and you don't even get to look like a coal alligator monster. <laughs> Are they, well, they, no, they look, like, they look like the Gorn from Star Trek. They, they do. do. Sad the one in more. Clone Wars has a s- more of a snout like a crocodile, but he's sc- short and squat like her. Mm. But you know what? There was in the the uh, Republic Commando game. There was the short squat Trandoshans, and there was the tall. Oh, okay. so I'm wondering if that's what they modeled her on. That idea. That, I bet be. it is because they they obviously they obviously know that show game. off of that game. So or the books, yeah. one or the other, or both. I mean, so. you have you have Trandoshans working with the Empire when that early episode with Gungi. So yeah, that was kind of cool. Yeah. Yep. Kind of brings it back because in Republic Commando you fight Trandoshans in that third level. So yeah, there's a couple of other little like minor details in this episode that I like, or in these two episodes that I like. Um, I liked uh, one thing I've I've always thought is that the uh, the V-wing starfighters they look like kind of the transition toward Tie Fighters, you know, because they have the two, you know, they're they're they like the the, the wings like that. Yeah, yep. and they they um they use the sound, the Tie Fighter sound, whenever they're they're fire. Whenever they're flying down, whenever uh, Tech dies, they're shooting, and it's the sound of TIE Fighters from the original trilogy going, the sound they do as they fire. Oh, that's oh. cool. Yeah, it was really cool. cool. I was like, because I, I, I'd always like watching um, Revenge of the Sith a couple of weeks ago. When I was done, I was like, don't those look like, kind of like TIE Fighters? Like, they're like if a TIE Fighter and like an A-Wing were like mixed, or a TIE Fighter and an, uh, an X-Wing maybe were mixed together. Yeah, because the Jedi Starfighter is the one that was the A-Wing. Yeah, the Jedi Starfighter looks like an A-Wing, yeah. Yeah, which is yeah. so weird because A-Wings suck and Jedi Starfighters are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just happens. Yep. A-Wings, A-Wings canonically suck, that's true. Yep, they suck in Rogue Squadron when I played that game. That was a really weak little ship. 
Yeah, yep. I was say, they, they suck at X-Wing versus TIE Fighter. I remember <laughs> using them in that game, and I loved it when I was a kid, even though I could never complete a level with them. Yeah, I was always a, I've always liked the B-Wing. I just like the shape, the design of the B-Wing a lot. That, the B-Wing's cool. Yeah, and the, the ship in uh, Jedi um, Outcast and Jedi Survivor looks like... Kind of looks like, like a, a giant B-Wing. A giant B-Wing, exactly. Yeah, the Mantis. I like the Mantis yeah, a lot. The Mantis, there you go, the Mantis. Yeah. I need to replay Fallen Order for this show. Oh, Probably cool. next year. I'm almost done, but that, I'm yeah, stuck at a Fallen stupid Jedi is, fight. Fallen Order is so good, and it has, I think, the best one of the best stories in Star Wars. I love it. And I'm enjoying uh, the new the new game. Survivor's good. I had to put it on pause so I can beat um, Red Dead Redemption before uh, <laughs> before Tears of the Kingdom comes out. But I'll get back to it. Yeah, all the Star Wars stuff. I just been I've been in such a mood for Star Wars lately. Yeah, and, and like I think some of this stuff in the episode I want to mention. Like you you have them fighting the Empire because they get captured and they break free, but Omega gets captured in the end. Yeah, I is... like the ATSTs. Oh. And I saw the ATSTs. Like I was like, Tech should steal one of those ATSTs, or Echo should steal one of those ATSTs, and then he dies. Yeah, and I was like, and I was like, it's like when you know Chewbacca and the and the. Uh, I was like, I, I saw my son. I was like, it's like when Chewbacca and the Ewoks steal that one. That's one of my favorite things. And my son goes, that's my favorite thing that happens in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> they steal that. Hey, I can say when you see it in theaters, it still looks awesome. By the way, I've seen. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I wish I, I could have seen that. I've actually seen the original trilogy in, in theaters, actually, when they put them back in theaters in the late 90s. Yeah, I missed A New Hope, but I saw the other two same time. I yeah. can get the next best thing because my buddy told me about this thing called Star Wars Grindhouse, which has completely unedited original, like, 70, 80, 82, 83 <laughs> cuts of the original trilogy. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, wow. and yeah, it's just like the pure film masters that they send out to theaters, and uh, it sounds like like at a, like you like you watch it in a theater. You're talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, like it's like that original cut <laughs> for yeah. Because I, I would say I have the uh, what do you call it the laser disc cuts, which are close to that. They're like uh, the closest. Oh, okay, that. that yeah, nice. So, yeah, the laser disc cuts. They're on the the gold box DVDs uh, as bonus discs. Very cool. So that's that's the way to watch it. It's got it's like the the it's uh, the highest definition Star Wars that hasn't been fucked with. Damn right. <laughs> I only have the special edition VHS and no way to play them. But at least you have. Oh, the the yep. v, uh, the, the the gold the, box with the three. Oh, the gold box mm-hmm. VHS. Yeah, I had yeah. that too. Yeah. yeah. So the gold box. So the special edition DVDs have the the laser disc cut on them as the a, a bonus disc in each in each box. So I went back and bought those like last year for like it's been like forty five or sixty dollars on the trilogy. So not bad at all. No, it's also the only way you're gonna get those because Lucas made sure I feel like in the in his deal when he told it isn't yet those will never like he doesn't want yep. the originals to see the light of day ever again. Nope. So yep. for, even the yep. special editions you can't find anymore except for huh. getting the old ones. Honel shoots second forever. <laughs> and then Buckle the last the last episode ends with them kidnapping Omega. She gets taken to the place uh, with the clones. You have Echo escape with Hunter and Wrecker. And I guess they're going to go after her to try to find her. I'm assuming yeah. her, what is leading yeah. up to. And we got the big reveal. Yeah. The, the, uh, Dr. Carr, the Dr. Carr is Echo. It's like a... Not, I mean, Omega. Uh, Omega. God, I keep... I yeah. always want to call Omega Echo. Yeah. She's a, so, a sister, was, so she's a clone. Yeah, that's she, what she's a clone. But I, I think she's like the same 
straight as as Omega, but like with the aging. Yeah, and it's like, the same voice actress. Works. Like I caught that right away when she first showed up. I was like, I was like, oh, that's uh, Omega's voice actress when she first showed up. And I was like, you know, there's a few episodes where, uh, where when it happened, I was like, yeah, they just want to make sure that um, Michelle Ong has, you know, is getting paid for every episode. So they have her, this episode that Omega's not in, they have, have her do the voice. But that's not, but then we get the reveal, like, no, that's why it's the same voice actress, is because it's a, a clone. Yeah, I like that, that a lot. That kind of blew me away a bit. I'm really curious to see where that's going to go. Yeah. Me too. I, I have no clue. I'll be honest with you. When I really said think, that, it just. I really think that Hemlock wants clone troopers that don't age. Oh. That don't that don't get that don't age real fast. That's what I think Hemlock wants. I almost think that Hemlock maybe even plans to try to create his own clone army and be able to, you know, separate or something. But I don't know about that. But I think Hemlock he wants clones that don't age, and uh, because he he disagrees with the whole stormtrooper idea, he thinks that you could make better clone troopers, and so I think he wants. He he needs Omega because Lama Say has not given away the um, secret to how Omega was made. I I agree. I definitely think he that's exactly what he's doing. I think he doesn't think stormtroopers are going to work. I don't know about the whether he wants to accelerate their aging or not. I'm not sure. Yeah. Maybe if he could, he wants a way to. You could always figure out a way to quickly age them and slow it down. And yeah, to something stop like that. Like, yeah, something like that. So that he can but, keep them operational longer. But I do think he thinks clones are the way to go. Not. Yeah. I mean, I think that's clear because he surrounds himself with clones. He has clone troopers serving him. He has clone trooper assassins that like follow his orders, you know, to the point they'll commit suicide. His head doctor is a clone trooper. His head doctor is a clone, right? I really hope he does have the hubris to build up his own clone army and try to take on the the emperor. That would be so intense, and that would give a lot of good dramatic stuff, you know, for the next season. Vader shows up at the end of the next season and just like beheads him. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe or force, he'll show cho- up. force chokes him. Yeah. Maybe he'll show up in the f- something we haven't seen yet. Even yeah. After I was, yeah. I, he could. So the thing is, uh, you know, Scorch was in this season, right? Yeah. And I think it was last season. You know, in Apparently he's in, in this season. He's in Metamorphosis. Too. Okay. The, Never mind. He's in, the, yeah, I was reading it on Wikipedia. He's the one that leads the clone troopers that capture the creature. Oh, yeah, that's cool. That's Scorch. And so the thing is, in the books that are no longer canon, uh, Scorch, um, Sev, and uh, not Niner. The, uh, the other one. the other one, the tech guy. What's his yeah, name? Yeah. The three of Slicer? them. Slicer? Slicer. They end up joining. Um, they end up. So uh, not, either Niner, whichever one marries the Jedi, go, uh, goes off and dies. Niner. Yeah, Niner. I think I, yeah. Niner. Niner. Niner goes off to join his like Jedi wife, and he and the Jedi wife are both killed in, during Order sixty six. And then the other three. Well, Niner's not dead. Sorry, Niner's like at the end of Order sixty six, the book. Niner's like on his, you know, he's in a coma, and so the rest of Delta Squad decide to abandon their plan because they were going to go live on this planet with like Mandalorian farmers and like be like retired. And instead, they decide, no, we're going to stay. And so then the fifth book, instead of being called Republic Commando, is called Imperial Commando 501st Legion. And in that one, they join the 501. They join Vader's personal uh, Mm -hmm. stormtrooper group. And that's where, in the Legends, that's where Scorch was at last we saw him in Legends, as he's part of Vader's uh, stormtrooper legion. Is is there anything that's currently canon that has Vader keep clones in his 501st? I don't know. Yeah. 
I think that might all be legends now. I'm not sure yeah. if in, in the co- the Darth Vader comic that I read the comic, is. but it was like three years ago when I read Darth Vader Dark Lord of Sith, which is a really good by yeah. the way, really good run. That takes place immediately after episode episode three. So he would still have him then because it's immediate. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it goes for a while. Like it, it kind of shows you yeah. a lot of his change, and it shows you the Emperor is already trying to kill him, <laughs> essentially. Yeah. Like there's he's already pitting him against other like other people to see you know who. Who will you know? Who will win? That becomes right hand man. Like he's constantly doing that. Yeah, I really wish that. God, every time we talk about this, I was like lament like that. Uh, George Lucas fucked over Karen Travis, so she won't write Star Wars books anymore because she was so good. Because yeah, he's an asshole. So well, he just wanted to make his Boba. F- he wanted to make his Dawson's Creek Boba Fett show on Showtime. That didn't that never work happened. out. Yeah, and he, he so didn't he want can't... wait for his life to get uh, get older. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so he he like put the kibosh on her like almost completely written Boba Fett biography, and so she's like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna go write Halo books instead." So I mean, that's got to be so shitty to write a book, and they're like, "Yeah, you're you're not getting published, and it's just over with." Like, you, yeah, that's shitty. Yeah, it but is. yeah, she but she wrote five really fucking good. Well, no, she wrote more than five because she wrote those. She also wrote three of the Legacy of the Force books that are really good about like uh, you know Jason Solo becoming Darth Cadus and all that. Oh, okay. that one. She did that yeah, one. That, no, oh. so that's a not so that series about uh, is a nine it's a nine book series with three authors. It's got oh. a her, her, Aaron Austin, and um, I can't remember the other guy's name. Uh, uh, it's a guy, but uh, sorts of a C. But yeah, it's Aaron Austin who wrote like the second half of the um, Rogue Squadron novels. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, and and yeah, so they like trade off. So she wrote like the third, third, sixth, and ninth books. And she is like, it's clear what she wants to write about because the other six books in that series are very focused on Jedi stuff. And then hers are just like, all right, so here's what Boba Fett's up to in, hmm. you know, for, uh, 40 years after the Battle of Yavin. And so <laughs> old, old man Boba Fett, he's like 70 and he's still still kicking ass. <laughs> but, but yeah, anyway. Okay. Yeah, I think that's about, uh, yeah, that's kind of, that's where it ended. That's Plan 99 ended. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious to see where it goes. I'm yeah. I just yeah, very, very concerned <laughs> in a good way. Like I, I really like I just want my last season and now damn it, like Carrie, because of you when this when season three drops, I'll be watching it like right off the bat each week. Damn it. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah. I'm I'm really I'm really excited um to see where this goes. Same. You got me on board now. Like like I I didn't care about the show and now I'm like, God damn it, now I'm just fully in, in invested to want to watch every episode. As it airs. This is yeah. the best Star Wars series currently airing for me right now. And I think other shows I watch could take a lesson or two from the <laughs> compact storytelling throughout all these episodes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I tell you, it's probably the best one that's still airing. Uh, I, Based on what I've heard of, I really like Mandalorian, but I've heard the third season's not as good. Oh, see. No, season three. No, the first episode of season three is trash, and then the rest of the season is very good. Okay, well then, yeah, it's very I, good. I, I think it's better than the second season. Me and my wife are rewatching the first two seasons to get into it. So, see, yeah, I really like season three of Mandalorian. I can't remember I what like the first episode was. The first episode is just like so. Anyway, but uh, Mando and uh, Baby Yoda are about together. Hope you watch that terrible uh, Boba Fett show. All okay, right. yeah, and then it's just like hey, adventures. It's it's just it's it's very bad, but then it goes it gets really good after that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it gets really good, well, especially the, if you're a Katie Sackhoff fan. She's got a big she's she's got a really big role. 
I'm a big fan of her here and in Battlestar Galactica. She was the best part of Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, she even she had like this terrible Netflix sci-fi show that I she's she's good in it though. It's like a trippy, it's like a like trippy like uh, color and space kind of sci-fi show on Netflix. Oh, that sounds up my alley. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, it was. I can't remember what it was called, but it was. She's she's in that, and it's it's good. I know the show is terrible, but she's she's good. (laughs) Yeah, no, I misspoke. She's good at it. Any last things to say about season two of Bad Batch before we go on to Shelf Stacker Box? I'm assuming we don't have, but I would like to ask. Oh, I think it's good. Okay, let's go to Shelf Stacker Box. And Jody, what about you? I got to shelf it. Uh, Yeah, it's excellent. And I'm really looking forward to the third season. And if it's as good as this, this is probably going to be one of my top ones to go back and watch too, because they're nice and compact enough. You can just rewatch this in like a couple weeks. And what about you, Rob? shelf immediately like (laughs) you know that'd be something i'd be like putting right on the shelf as soon as i got done with it i think it's that satisfying (laughs) i really think the rest of the star wars series needs to look at the lessons the bad batch has and how it tells its story and how it creates good character dynamics to propel a story forward yeah shelf by far okay and what about you carrie yeah, shelf for sure. I'm going to watch it again whenever season three comes. So Hell yeah. Okay. All right, and I'll go last. And I almost could put this on the shelf. I had a really good time watching this, especially my second time watching it, where I watched, I want to say, at least half or over half of the series in one day and enjoyed it like completely. I was just I was just engrossed in it like while I was editing. It was perfect. So, yeah, definitely go on the shelf. And I'm, I'm really excited now for season three, like way more excited than I want to be, because I'm assuming we're not getting season three for a while. So, oh, yeah. Because it took a year and a half for this show to come and out. And we have a Writer's Guild strike that needs to be supported. Oh, yeah, yeah that's happening. Definitely. Yeah. Or else we'll have AI writing our Star Wars for us. Yeah. Oh, no, please don't. We, we, <laughs> we already GPT. got rid of George Lucas. We don't need AI coming in. AI comes wishing to have George Lucas back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. The Katie Sackhoff show is called Another Life, by the way. Oh. Oh, okay. I did see that. I didn't know she was in that. I didn't yeah, watch she's it. The, she's, I, the main, she's the main character. She's the captain. Uh, okay. It's like a, a astronauts from Earth go to find a mis- the origins of a mysterious artifact, and it does some mind trip stuff. Okay. It's it cool. went two seasons. Yeah, she's got her like first mate is a hologram that just is a regular, just a, a dude. Doesn't look. Is like he a it. doctor by any chance? A holographic doctor? I don't think he's a holographic doctor. No, he's a holographic first mate. Is does like he start best. to question that he's alive? Uh, is it played by Robert? I know you know where you're going with this. So yes. I know where you're going with it. <laughs> you're trying to ignore what I'm going. I think at this point. Oh, my least favorite Star Trek show, right there, Voyager. Oh, I love Voyager. Voyager. Really? You have to rewatch Voyager, Voyager, Voyager over. Give me Voyager over Enterprise. I mean, shit. Yeah, what? God. No, I like That's Enterprise. Awesome. I, I would oh, say uh, Voyager's over Deep Space Nine, though. Oh, oh, oh God! Yeah, Deep Space Nine is <laughs> my favorite. No, sir. I'm not uh, a fan I'll take I'll take Space. all of those over the original series. Bam! Mic drop. Mm. <laughs> I'll agree. With the original you there. series is terrible. So. I, I I love watching it, but it is terrible. It's good for sixties, and once you when you're in the, when you're in any time like past the seventies, the eighties, now it's God, there's there's better stuff. Once Next Generation right. existed, you don't ever need to watch the original series ever again. I love the original series, but even I have to like say that there's about a full season of generally good episodes, and then the rest is like camp trash. You have to look. <laughs> and there's only like thirty episodes to begin with, isn't there? No, no, there's, there's like sixties or so. I think it's enough to get into syndication. 
Yeah. It's, yeah. Four, it's only four seasons. Yeah, the fifth yeah. season never happened. That was supposed to. It only no, that was Star, Star Trek, the animated series. Yeah, yeah that yes, technically is fourth and five okay. seasons. Which, by the way. I've heard good Which I can't sit through. I tried. It's terrible. <laughs> I tried it once. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah, me too. Well, yeah. About half of those are actually okay. <laughs> I'll never try again. I, I went for my face. <laughs> well, you're going to try. I'm going to be hosting an episode over it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and Jody, where can people find you at? Uh, main place to find me is on Twitter at Bakuiel, B-A-K-U-I-E-L. And Carrie, where can people find you at? Hey, I'm Carusetta on Twitch and YouTube, K-E-R-O-O-S-E-T-A. I modify and repair video game consoles occasionally, but way more often I just throw it on whenever I'm on my PS5, whatever I happen to be playing. Probably Jedi Survivor for the most part. Okay. And Rob? You can mainly find me on Twitter. I also mess around on Discord a bit. You can look me up at Convos with Rob, a little W for the with. All right. And if you enjoyed this episode, you can hear Bad Bass Season 1. Just search it on Podbean. We have all our episodes on Podbean. There's over 450 other episodes. We've done a bunch of Star Wars. We've done the prequel trilogy. We've done the original trilogy. We're going to do the sequel trilogy at some point later this year. So there's lots of Star Wars stuff to go listen to. Tons of great episodes. So definitely go look at all that. And I want to give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro courtesy of Helena at Hell Has Free. You can follow her on TikTok. And if you want to support the show, we do a Patreon for a little dollar. You can vote in our Patreon poll. You'll see a link in the show notes. We do have a Discord, too. You can join our Discord and chat with us on there. And also want to give a shout out to my buddy Bill Tucker, who did the MCU movies with me. He started his own podcast, A Gamer Looks at 40s. Definitely go check him out. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. And I think that's everything I need to say. So we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. See ya. Take her easy.